Delta Green, the role-playing game is a horror-themed tabletop RPG that uses dice and collective storytelling to help shape the narrative of the game. The handler presents story elements and situations to the agents who have free agency to make choices that govern their characters' lives. In the context of this game, Delta Green is a covert agency embedded in the upper echelons of government to stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world. We at Doom Vision are playing Impossible Landscapes, a campaign of scenarios set in the world of Delta Green. Impossible Landscapes was written by Dennis Detweiler and published by Arc Dream Publishing. For more information, please visit delta-green.com or arcdream.com. All information will be listed in this episode's description. Previously on Doom Vision. Marcus continues to look far and wide in the bookstore to see if something sticks out to him. After browsing for a while, the owner of the store, Bob, offers to help him find what he's looking for. Marcus inquires about books relating to demonology and Bob is able to find him a copy of the Ars Goetia. Bob mentions to Marcus that he looks similarly dressed to another patron of the store and Marcus discovers that Abigail and her father visited the store several months ago. Marcus asks for a copy of the book that Abigail purchased and Bob leads him through what seems like a maze of shelves and books and eventually ends up in the basement. Bob goes down a trapdoor in the floor and Marcus is able to observe a hand reach out of the darkness and hand Bob a book. Bob hands it over to Marcus and it is the same red book that Michelle gave Vanessa. After Bob heads back to the front of the store, Marcus explores the room beneath the trapdoor and finds an empty room. He then hears footsteps up above and goes to investigate who it is. He ends up in another aisle and finds a couple of crates that have a leather trench coat, a gas mask, and a shotgun. He puts on the trench coat and places two of the shotguns inside. He notices that something is etched on the lenses on the inside of the gas mask and puts it on to see what it is. On each side of the lenses is etched the yellow sign, and then he blacks out. Meanwhile, after Vanessa shoots the marionette of Thomas Manuel, Vanessa realizes that all the people in the audience are also marionettes. They all rise and clap their hands and file out of the theater. Vanessa leaps off the stage and starts making her way up the aisle to get out of the theater when she notices a figure sitting in one of the seats. She approaches the figure and finds a slumped over body wearing a clown mask. She removes the mask and the unknown man jolts to life and starts screaming at the top of his lungs. Vanessa turns and runs out of the theater, the screams following her as she runs. Meanwhile, Veronica is still doing her research at the library. She receives some assistance from the library staff, and while going back through the Devil's Craftsman, she is able to identify that the flag and stone base shown in the reflection of the doors of Hotel Bredalbin is the Eternal Light Flagstaff in Madison Square Park. She continues looking through the book and finds another photo that was taken in the same place, and it's a photo of Asa Darabondi standing next to Abigail Wright. She then starts to research Person and the King in Yellow, and the library staff is able to find her a newspaper article from France in 1895. She reads that the viewers of the play report that audience members fainted during the play and had to be escorted out. Tickets began selling for outrageous prices, and during the last viewing of the play, which sold out, the play is broken up by police, cast members are arrested, and the play was broken up by English-speaking men with guns, 
pursued by men from China and masked riflemen in black. Veronica wraps up her research and heads back to the McAllister building in search of Vanessa. After Vanessa exits the theater, she finds herself in another hallway and continues running. She comes to a four-way cross-section and continues running forward. While making her way down the hallway, she hears footsteps behind her, pursuing her. She stops suddenly and whips around, leveling her weapon on her pursuer. She sees that the figure pursuing her is a person in a long, dark trench coat and a gas mask with two shotguns. Find out what happens next on this episode. This e- it's it, it's it's afternoon. My name's Kevin. I'll be your handler this afternoon. So now they know when, when we're recording. I'm really bad at these intros. Um, have you got any dirty jokes you want to tell? <laughs> Don't do it, Troy. <laughs> the look on his face. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to tell the dirtiest joke and get this podcast off the air immediately. People are going to protest outside your home. Anyway. Uh, all right. So um, where were we at? Uh, Vanessa was getting ready to shoot something running at her. A dude in a black trench coat. That is true. Veronica, what were you up to? I'm hoping to not find more dentures on the wall. So what was it you wanted to head back to the McAllister building? Yeah, I want right? to head back to Abigail's apartment. And, you know, when I get there, I'm going to see that Marcus fucked it up. Okay. So you arrive. Um, I assume you have a key. Yeah. Okay. I think, I don't know. I couldn't keep track of who had the key or not. Does um, it matter? No. Well, kind of. Marcus didn't have a key, so he was like, fucking let me hear him. Um, <clears throat> and he busted his way in. Because it caused so much property damage, like Ness shot some locks and uh, shot the place up. They had to wash the the rugs and stuff, and that bathtub's probably clogged with brains. <laughs> so you head back to the McAllister building. Yep. What would you like to do? Well, I'm assuming I have to take a, a cab. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to hail a cab, and while I'm riding in the back of it, I'm going to be writing, like, recalling things in my notebook that I've experienced so far, because I've been trying to chronicle this whole thing. Okay. You're going to write a memoir one day? No, I'm going to find my goddamn sister. Oh, right. 
You are that sister. They don't know that. All right. So, you head back to the McAllister building. What do you want to do when you get there? I'm going to head to Abigail Wright's apartment. Okay. But I think, actually, before I go into her apartment, I'm going to kind of survey the... um the lobby where like all the mailboxes and stuff are again just to see if we missed anything okay um yeah it still looks the same lots of pizza coupons and stacks of newspapers and whatnot and just um flyers and things like that that people just discarded as they walked in or as they checked their mail they they fell out or whatever okay then i'll head to her apartment okay i think it's most likely in the evening now yeah. for you. Um, you make your way, and as you do, you see a man walking down the hallway. Okay. Toward you um, as you go. So you would go to the right to get to Abigail's. He's coming from the opposite hallway. Okay. And obviously it's not Thomas because he's dead. Or is it? No, it's not. Um, does he does he say anything? Because I'm not going to bring attention to myself. <clears throat> um, he's kind of shuffling around. He's wearing loafers. He's just shuffling. Oh, that guy. Loafer guy. Um, and you see him, and he sees you, and he just kind of walks and then goes toward the stairs to go up does he seem dirty at all seems a little greasy okay because from what we can tell none of these people have been seen in months yeah he seems pretty dirty i mean it doesn't seem like it seems like he hasn't showered okay um i'm gonna watch him go upstairs before i go before i try to get into the abigail's apartment well and it's gonna be okay and as he walks by he uh you see him, he's kind of like, he looks a little giddy. Just like. <laughs> okay, that's weird. Like, he looks like he's very excited to, like, be going wherever he's going. Um, is he saying anything? Not really that you can hear. He's just walking by you and he's shuffling along. Okay, he he's kind of catching my attention at this point then so the only thing that I can think of that I would have reason to to talk to him is to ask him if he has seen Ness because I knew Ness was going to be interviewing people okay go uh, ahead okay. Uh, sir sir can I have a moment of your time his like foot is on the stairs and he's got like his hand on the banister and he's like he turns around and he says uh, what do you need? I was just wondering if you happen to have seen my partner, and she's about this tall, brown hair. Uh, we're working with the FBI. Um, yeah, she came and visited me a couple hours ago, I think it was. Okay. Perfect. I just wanted to make sure that she might still be around here. Um, say, you're, you're going upstairs. What's all up there other than apartments? 
Um, you, so you said you want to know what's all up there? Yeah, like if there's like roof access up there, you know, like some some apartments have like like um, rooftop gardens and stuff, you know. Um, yeah, I've never been up on the rooftop. Uh, I was just heading up to the smoking lounge. Oh, so there's a smoking lounge up there. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You seem pretty excited to go up there. Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's something. I I enjoy it. Interesting. Well, I'm not Would gonna. Would you like to join me for a drink? Um, she's gonna look at the apartment door. She's gonna say, uh, sure, sure, why not? I mean, you know, maybe I could ask you some questions that my partner may have missed. All right. Hey. Follow me. Uh, okay. Shuffling along. She's going to follow behind, but like she's going to leave a good distance behind, like not like a super long one, but enough to like, if he fucking tries anything, she has enough room to get away. Have you met him yet? No. Mm. He's like, uh, Hey, uh, name's Roger. My name is, um, Claudia. Claudia. Damn good to meet you. All right, let's head up. Okay, I'll follow you. First drink's on me. Are we going to Max Bar? <laughs> no, never heard of Max Bar. Let's let's head on up. Okay, so we're having. Do you live on the second floor? Seem like you're coming out of uh, your apartment. No, no, no. I live on the first floor. So where are we getting the drinks from up here? I'll show you. I'll show you. Let's go. Okay. You walk up and you say. What does his voice change to Mac, and that's why you're laughing? No, I'm, I'm, I was laughing at her reaction. Oh, okay, and like, uh, I'm gonna keep like the key in my pocket, but like sticking out. So like, if I have to try to shank him with it or <laughs> stab him in the eyeball, it's gonna happen. And so he's shuffling along, and he's like, he's wearing like, um, like very very loose fitting loungewear. Like he's, it just looks like he's very, you know, he's just been lazing about, you know. And uh, shuffling along, and then second floor, top floor, the building. He goes over and comes to a door that says roof access. Oh, I thought you never go to the roof. Oh, I don't. Yet here we are. There. Come on. I'll show you what you've been missing. Um, he starts climbing up the he opens up the door and then you see a ladder okay so he starts climbing up come on I'll get you a drink let's go I I don't understand how the drinks are going to be happening up there don't look at my bits (laughs) okay Uh, you you go first I'll follow behind you what a raspy laugh I just had alright say that again you go ahead. I'm going to fall. I'm going to keep following behind you. All right. Here I go. Clink, clank, clink, clink. He's in a much chipper mood talking to her than he was with me. Yeah. What the hell? And he opens up the, the hatch to get out to the roof. And you hear sounds of like conversation and laughter 
Hey, you coming or not? Yeah, yep, I'm I'm following. And she's gonna climb up behind him. But she's wondering how many people are up on this fucking roof because she knows how many occupants are supposed to be in this apartment. And if there's more than what she knows of, I don't know if she's gonna wanna throw herself in that situation. But we're we're doing it. Let's go. Like, how many voices would you say she hears on average? Um, it sounds like a group. So you climb up. Okay. Right? Yep. And as soon as you go up, you climb up, you smell heavy cigar smoke cigarette smoke and what you would expect to be the roof is climb up and as you step up and out you look around you see it's a turn of the 20th century men's club with burgundy armchairs overstuffed. A large hearth burns in the corner. You're in a room. You're not on the roof. Um. You see there's a wet bar in the corner. What floor are we on? We're on the smoking lounge. Here, come on. I'll get you a drink. Okay. I'm just going to keep taking in the room. Do I see... Like, do, are people dressed for turn of the century? Yes, they are. You ste- if, It's almost like you stepped back in time. Okay. And you see just men with their hair slicked back. They're all drinking uh, whiskey and smoking cigars. Okay. I'm going to follow him to the wet bar. Okay. Um, he says, what do you want? It's a open bar. You can have whatever you'd like. See in the opposite corner of the bar, there's a walk-in humidor. Came, and looks like there's, um, yeah, there would be cigars in there. Um, is there a bartender? No, it's just an oh. open bar. You can go make whatever you want. Okay. So... I'm going to go and just make a... I should mention that one wall, there's a floor-to-ceiling bookcase um, made of rosewood. And there's a rolling stepladder attached on a rail. And there's it's full of books. Okay. More books. Great. Stay away from that. No kidding. Read all the books. Might be a secret passageway at this point. Um, I'm gonna, she's just gonna make a, can't really do anything with soda, so she's gonna pour some whiskey into a glass, and she's gonna hold it, but, and she's gonna pretend to sip it, but she's not going to actually sip it. You disappoint me. (laughs) So, from out of the group of fellas over in the corner... Um, see a man walk up 
and he's dressed in, you know, maybe 1930s attire. And he's got a very thin, thin mustache. He's got a cigar in his mouth. And he walks over to the bar, grabs some more whiskey. Um, his glass is empty. He pours himself some. And he says, uh, Roger, that you? What are you doing up here? Roger says, Hey, yeah, I'm just visiting. Uh, brought a friend this time. He's like, You brought a friend this time, huh? Well, what's her name? What's this little, little, uh, sweet little girl's name? Hi, I'm Claudia. Name's Mark. Mark Rourke. Nice, nice to meet you. Ah, uh, nice to meet you too. So, uh... She's going to try to recall something political that could have been happening, like something that they would be able to to speak on from that time. But she doesn't know exactly where she's at. And and she can't help but to think of the picture of Abigail Wright with Asa. So she's wondering if this is how that happened. Um, Let's see what happened in like. 20s uh depression's about to happen right would would you say that they see more 20s or 30s hey guys how about that stock market right <laughs> you catch the yankees and he winks at you he's like oh you know a little this a little that you know do i yeah hey roger you mind if i talk to her alone for a second i uh just real quick, I gotta. I want to run something by her. And uh, so, so uh, Roger, um, he's just like, no, I don't care. Uh, hey, I'll see you. Catch you later. I gotta. I got some business to take care of. So. Uh, um, okay. And uh, he walks through another door, just leaves. There's another door. Yeah, there's a door in this place that leads to. It's off to the side. Oh. Okay. And uh, he goes. So Mark, he goes, he goes, hey, I thought I'd never see you again. What are you doing here? I th- After you guys, uh, you and your friends, you escaped the booby hatch and uh, you ditched those G-men. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys found your way through those tunnels and then now you're here again. What, what's going on? And she's just going to play along as much as she can to try to get some information out of this guy she's like yeah I, I know it was pretty wild wasn't it but it, yeah uh, I, I don't know I just decided to come here hey friends I can't remember which friends I was with who was I with again oh you know your your, your agent friends uh, uh, um, um, I can't remember their names um, but uh, yeah you got you got if, yeah, I'm, I'm just surprised to see you, to be honest. Yeah, sometimes after things like that, I just want to, you know, take a little break and forget about it all. 
Yeah, well, at least you're not dealing with that bail guy anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. He's pretty... Pretty interesting. Or Dr. Friend, even. Dr. Friend? Yeah. Yeah. Not that guy. Well... Well, hey, it was good seeing you. I'm glad to see that you're doing okay. Yeah, you you as well, Mark. Oh, forgive me. I've had a little too much to drink. Whew. Um, where are you headed? Oh, you know, just here, there, you know. And she winks at him like he winked at her. He winks back and... You guys are just <laughs> have a wink off. <laughs> just going wherever... Wherever my... My my feet take me. Did you know I used to live on the seventh floor? The seventh floor of... Oh, no, wait. I still live on the seventh floor. Did you know I live on the seventh floor? I didn't know there were that many floors. Yeah. Did I ever show that to you last time? No, no, I don't think you did. Oh. You want to see my apartment? Just for a second. Okay. Follow me. She's gonna follow. I have a feeling that I'm in Hotel Brodalbin. So he, uh... What's the name of this place again, Mark? It's real fancy. Where, my apartment where I live? Yeah, this building. Doesn't it have, like, one of those swanky names? It's not this place. I don't live here. I don't oh, live right, right. But the place that you lived, isn't it one of those fancy, swanky places? What's it called again? Uh, my where I live, it's it's um. I live at the hotel. Yeah, but the hotel what? Doesn't it have like a real cool name? Hotel Bradalbin. Oh, that's where I live. That's right. Yeah, and she's. I can take you. Come on. And he walks. Yeah. He like, he's just like, all right, let's go. Um, I'll show you my apartment. Um, hey, I'll see you guys later. And he waves to the group and they're like, oh, and uh, he's like, oh. all right, let's go. And he walks through a door. I'm going to follow him. And the door like slams shut. Before I can get through it? Yeah. Oh. Like he walks through and he's like, I'll meet you over there. Okay. Or let's, or, I mean, let's go. I'm drunk. Okay. So she's going to try to open that door. Yeah, like the door is kind of like a swinging door. Uh-huh. And, um... So I'm going to push it. He walks through, and then you walk through it as well. And he's not there. What is there? Is this the same door that Roger also went through? Yeah. Okay. You walk through it. And you see something. Guys, I see something. On the wall in this hallway, you notice some framed black and white photographs. He's not there. He just went through this door. Yeah. And there's and nowhere he, that he could really have gone, And right? then he disappeared. No. You would have caught him. And you see um, 
the photographs, they portray an odd array of people staring into the camera and their faces are just blank. And they're all dressed in 1930s garbs. And they're holding oddly shaped bottles. The bottom of each photograph, written in ink, you see a picture on each one, and if you read them, each photo has a name, it looks like. A. Darabondi, E. Loset, J. Linz, E. Mosby, D. Carver, G. Topchik, and H. Lundin. So, and I'm alone in here, right? Yeah. I'm going to fish my little notebook out, and I'm going to be writing these names down. Okay. Along with smoke room at, up, up on the roof, question mark, question mark. Um, I'm going to write down Mark's name and that he lives at on the seventh floor of Hotel Bredalbin. So you're, you're walking along and you're, you're writing all these things down, you're taking notes. You get to the very last photograph, and it just shows a single dark bottle sitting on the floor. The name on the bottom of the photograph says Marcus Landry. So any distinguishing features about this bottle? Uh, It looks like it has a note in it. Scrawled note. But you, it's, but you can't. It, but it's a picture of the fo- of it. Uh, the the photograph, um, uh, like label of the photograph is your name. Um, the bottle is very just nondescript, but it's oddly shaped, and it has a scrolled note in it, in the bottle. But what do you mean your bottle? That's where I find my truth. Oh shit. Anyway, so yeah, I'm going to flip it over, see if there's anything on the back, if there's anything, you know, behind the backing of it. All right, you flip it over. And on the back, scrawled in in a fine hand, in fine penmanship, is written, and as you read, you hear in your ears the words. Like, in a specific voice? It sounds like this. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Okay, um... Make a sanity. Yeah. She's going to be thoroughly freaked out over that. But I passed. All right, you don't take any sanity, but you did hear those words in your ears. Um, Whispered almost to you. She's going to be very stiff because, like, that's something that, like, raises the hairs on your the back of your neck. And just, like, you, you know, you don't feel alone. So she's going to look over her shoulders to see if there's anyone there. Okay. And obviously and, there's not. And you you don't. And um, 
as you make your way down this hallway. Do you want to keep going? I'm going to put the picture back. And that that was the same thing that was written on the back? Yeah. I'm going to write that. I'm going to pull my notebook back out and write that down. And then I'm going to start checking behind all of the other pictures. Okay. This is the only one that had anything written on okay. it. Okay. Then I will continue down the hall. And you walk down the hall. It's very dark down this hallway. And I'm very nervous. And the only thing I can do is, while I'm kind of shaking and shivering, is go to my go to my happy place. And so I'm walking down this hall going, She's long, she's long, she's in my head. I don't know if that song was it released. It was 1995. Was it? I made sure. Wait, what month? I didn't check the month. Ooh, if it was September... Mm-mm. <laughs> She's looking it up. All right. It's still going to be my happy song. You walk down this hallway, and it's very dark, and then you hear footsteps in front of you. I'm going to stop, and I'm going to squint to try to see if I can see anything. Okay. Make a... August Actually, 8th, 1995. Oh, that song just came out. Like nice. Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, the songs were apparently at the same time. Um, Actually, what is your um alertness? It's a 40. 40, okay. And I won't make you roll for it. You squint, and you see somebody, like, very quickly run by horizontally. Like perpendicular? Yeah. And all I can hear is their footsteps. I don't hear, like, their breathing or anything at all. No, you, yeah, you just hear, like, footsteps, okay. somebody running. And then if you... Okay, and then what? I'm going to do what they always say not to do in horror movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say, hello? Is, who's there? Is, is somebody there? Then I say you turn around, you level your gun at this figure, and then you hear something. You hear. Hello? Somebody there? Veronica, what did you say? I said, hello? Is someone there? Is anyone there? Vanessa, you hear that. That. Is he still charging me? He stopped. So he stopped. Just standing there. Can you tell me about how far away he is from me? About 10 feet. Okay. So recognizing her voice, can I tell that it didn't come from that figure? That it was more distant? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably at that cross section that you passed. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll keep my gun trained on that figure and call out, Claudia, is that you? Veronica, you hear? Claudia, is that you? And I obviously recognize her voice. So upon hearing her voice, I'm going to move towards it. Even though it's dark, I'm going to head. T- I'm going to try to follow her. I'm okay. going to say, 
Oh my god. I'm so glad you're here. And you get to that cross section and then you look and there's a figure between you and Veronica and Vanessa and Oh, he's between us? Yeah, because he was pursuing her. Oh, I wasn't sure then, if I came between them. No, he 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 made it across the cross section. Okay. And then so now he's between the the figure is between you two. And just standing there. So I'm going to say, Claudia, don't move. Does Now, does he have... I say, I'm pointing at Marcus, but we don't know that it's Marcus for sure. Does the figure have one of the shotguns out? Are they pointed at at me? Like, how how is he standing? Does he have a weapon out? Or can I just tell that he is armed? In the He's armed, and he has two shotguns that are pointed at the ground right now, but he's just standing there. He's not doing anything. I have a key. My thing is, if, if I have to shoot him, I don't want to critically fail and it go past and hit you. <laughs> so I'm that trying to. Could happen. Yep, I'm trying to work my brain through this. So I'm going to tell you to stop. And now I'm going to just look straight at that figure. Who are you? What do you want? And. that point he lifts one of the shotguns points it at you okay so this is going to be fast when he starts to lift it up at me I'm going to yell Claudia down and I'm going to fire Claudia down alright I think we need to go into a little combat don't we yep that's fun you yell Veronica down. Claudia. Claudia down. All right. In Dex order, it's Veronica. And I get the fuck down. All right. So you fall to the ground. Yep. No problem. <laughs> you hit the ground. It's your turn. Okay. I'm going to shoot. Okay. What kind of damage do you do? A D10. D10? Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Did you miss? I'm four over. Yeah, I'm 4% over. All right, you pull out your gun, you shoot. Okay. So you shoot, and you miss. And then the figure pulls out that shotgun, fires. It hits the ceiling right above you. They miss. Veronica, it's your turn. You're on the ground. <laughs> He's so frustrated. <laughs> um, um, are we far enough away from the theater type room that I don't hear the screaming anymore? Or I don't hear the screaming of the guy? You don't really hear it, no. Okay. There, she ran quite a distance. Okay. Um,. I think I'm gonna stay low, but kind of crawl towards the figure to try to maybe get him off kilter. Okay. Um, you're probably about ten feet from him. Okay, so I I'll use my turn to to be slowly getting closer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're in your turn, you're able to crawl closer. Next turn, you'll be within arm's reach. That's your turn. All right. Dice, come on. 
I'm getting rid of these dice. I'm going to pull out my other set because that's not pretty. So we know if you ever hit double it's, digits. It's not. It wasn't double. But, yep, I will let you know. But I'm just changing out my dice right now. <laughs> that was, they're not doing it for me today. I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling pretty intense right yeah, now. Yeah, I am really nervous about getting hit with a shotgun. I'm nervous. All right, it's its turn. <laughs> Stop looking at my die rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that you're lucky, because... And hits the wall next to you. Apparently a terrible shot. Dip, dive, dive. Yeah, to be missed with a shotgun. Yeah. Like, that's just a point name kind of weapon. <sighs> My luck's going to run out here, though, soon. Um, Veronica, your turn. Can I see the other shotgun dangling or anything? Um, Or is it concealed by the coat? It's kind of concealed by the coat because he's, it's, you know, the figure's looking away from you. So you only see, like, this trench coat. Okay. Um, I'm going to go up and fucking dead leg him. Right in, the, right in the outer thigh, just with my leg. Like, I'm going to get on my butt and I'm going to kick full force. Try to get him down. Okay. Um, Unarmed, right? Yeah. Unarmed combat. How many points? What do I roll for points? Oh, yeah. What is that? I think that was a four. This is a D4? I think it was okay. a D4. Yeah, D4. Because you did four and two on Thomas, I think. Something yeah, like that. Took half of his life. Yeah. I have to blame for that. <laughs> two. Okay, two points of damage. Okay. All right. How many? Two? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the figure, like, you hit him in the leg, and then he, like, goes to one knee. He's like, doesn't make a sound. Vanessa. All right. Changed up my dice. And I have a high firearm. The fact that I have not hit it yet is pissing me off. So, and oh. so the I fact that he's that. the fact that he's on one knee does that give him like disadvantage of some point, or does that boost her? Not really. Sorry, I tried. I, I appreciate you. Getting different dice. <laughs> We're just gonna like go around the bend here. How much ammo do you have? There's some secret rolling over here, so you can't I see have shit. <laughs> on my last one. That's all the last three. So, the figure goes to shoot at you again. And click. The gun jams. I don't exactly know how, what kind of shotgun it was, but it was probably... I would assume it has multiple shots. It's shot twice. I don't think it's like a double barrel shotgun. And, uh, drops the gun. Grabs the other one. Veronica, you kick this guy. Yes, I did. Now what? So he's on one knee. Mm -hmm. He's going for the other one. I'm going to try to... Do I? Can I tell what he's doing? That he's going for another gun? Yeah, he's, he's reaching back for something. I'm also going to go for it. Okay. What am I rolling? 
demolitions. <laughs> Y'all are stressing me the fuck out. <laughs> I don't want you to shoot him because I'm half concerned that it's me and Kevin's just playing me, but I don't want y'all to die either. So so how about a dex times five? We'll do a contested dex just to see like if, because you're kind of, you're going to be wrestling with it, I think. He gets it. Or athletics. Which one would be better for you? Dex, dex times five or athletics. I got it by 1%. Okay, well let's see if let's see if because there's, there's a very interesting for Dex times five and I rolled a sixty-four. Let's let's see what happens here. Critical failure. Yeah. <laughs> That's the second seventy-seven I've rolled. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so was the first one the jam? Yeah. Nice. So you grab the gun, you know, um, and with that contest, you guys are going back and forth, wrestling with the gun, and you grab it. It's in your possession now. Don't point that at me. Shoot that motherfucker on your next turn, please. <laughs> All right. Sorry, boyfriend. <laughs> um, who's next? Veronica? V- Vanessa? Um, yes. Vanessa. Yes. Uh, Vanessa, what do you want to do? I'm going to try and shoot him. Okay. Finally! I got it. D10? D10. 10! Max damage. <laughs> and and while awesome. she do that, I'm gonna yellow. I got the other gun! That tr- guy's gonna pull it out of his butt. So you fire your gun. <laughs> the bullet... hits the figure in the face and you hear the sound of broken glass as the eye the glass um, eye holes just shatter out and falls to the floor I'm going to keep this shotgun trained on it. Oh. So the figure falls to the floor. Is he moving? It moving? Mm-mm. Are we out of combat now? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to walk over to the body. Gun is still drawn. And I'm going to kick at it to make sure. Does it move? It does not. Okay. I'm going to tell Claudia, get up off the floor, train that shotgun on him, and I'm going to holster my weapon, and I'm going to reach down and use both of my hands to pull off that gas mask. Fade to black. We'll find out what happens next time on doom vision hey there doomers if you like what we put out every week and want more behind the scenes content follow us on our socials at doom vision podcast on instagram doom vision pod on twitter at doom vision podcast on tiktok and give us a search on facebook under doom vision podcast 
Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, be it Apple or Spotify, and leave us a review. Thank you. We appreciate you, and we hope you're enjoying the Doom Vision Podcast. <laughs>